Hi, welcome everyone to this new appointment of a 50 minute of experience. And today I'm with Massimiliano Marsiglietti from Modena, Italy. And welcome, Massimiliano. Thank you. Thank you, Emiliano. And uh, welcome to you too. So uh, today uh, I would love to discover your picture because I'm really interested in this last a uh, series of pictures you are uh, publishing about Eastern picture, but especially these black and white are so uh, particular, nice and clear. Um, and I think they hide also something uh, really interesting uh, about uh, uh, your vision um, of the world. Can you explain a bit us about yourself and uh, about the process of uh, your uh, photographic vision? Of course. Well, uh, I'm, a, I'm a bit of, a, <laughs> of an old fat because I'm from the 70s and from the start of the 70s. And uh, my, my travel and my adventure in uh, photography started when I was young, when I was in, uh, in secondary school, when uh, every, every school had a darkroom and uh, the local photographers came to gift us with their knowledge and to help us understand the chemical processes and uh, everything about photography, uh, composition and uh, tips, uh, uh, flash and uh, artificial lights uh, and everything in between. At the time, uh, of course, I didn't have much of a disposable income, so I could only work with uh, whatever the school uh, provided me and uh, with uh, what my parents uh, had uh, in, uh, in the house at the time. Uh, growing up, uh, uh, I always kept photography as a, as a side project of mine uh, because uh, life uh, brought me to other shores and uh, uh, I work in, uh, in the in information technology field. And, um, but uh, photography uh, has always helped me uh, even when uh, the li life uh, wasn't so good to me, to, to, to be a reference point. And uh, uh, for that reason, I kept photographing even if, if only for myself and uh, for a few person, or for a few people uh, with me. Mm, my passion for instant photography comes from the fact that uh, I, I'm very much into digital photography as anybody else uh, for, for about mobile phones. Uh, and uh, digital cameras also help some uh, professional photographer when they ask me, pro bono of course, uh, because uh, I always like to do whatever I think it's uh, best for the for the project. So I trade some freedom for uh, um, for the money, which I don't get, <laughs> but that makes me happier because uh, my main job already gives me whatever I need. Um, the digital photography uh, is something that I like very much, but uh, it gets in the way sometimes the process because whenever you do something with digi digital photography or sometimes even in the darkroom with the film photography, 
Mm, the, your whatever you saw in the camera get gets uh, diluted by whatever you do in the darkroom or with the Photoshop, even if it's a matter of improving. So um, I prefer much in, nowadays for my personal projects to shoot uh, instant photography so that whatever I see is what gets recorded. Of course, photography is always an illusion because you uh, get just a bit of a frame uh, of everything is right in front of you. But uh, looking at what I am look, uh, seeing, uh, looking at what I am seeing, and then understanding what I saw by looking at the picture. It is uh, a no, comprom no compromise uh, process. And I, I like to keep it as straight as possible. Um, for that reason, I had to build a bit of a monster of a camera because uh, I came in to, to, to I, got, I got to know a guy who could modify a Mami Universal, uh, which is a um, manual camera. It, it has no battery. It has no, no aid. You have to have your own light meter. And uh, with that camera, I, uh, I shoot my Instax. But uh, uh, I try to be as uh, faithful as possible to my vision with whatever the, uh, the, the medium allows me. And therefore, I, I usually try to uh, shoot uh, uh, a picture as opposed to the low fidelity which you can see normally with the instant photography, which is all the rage now, um, because that lets me look at the world as it is, uh, as close as possible. Um, perhaps in the future, I will explore uh, some effects, some uh, uh, lofi uh, <laughs> stuff, but right now, I'm, I'm, more, I'm more interested in looking at the world as I see it. It's interesting because, um, for example, I, I, I got serious problems with my eyes. I got a transplant, I got uh, several surgeries, and uh, I, I, I was not sure what was, uh, if I was looking at the, at the world the, the same, as, the same uh, way I was looking at it beforehand. So I wanted something very faithful and to see what I missed and uh, what uh, I was uh, actually looking at. Also this, uh, when I, uh, I got some, some issues in my life as everybody, like uh, uh, divorce, uh, stuff like that. But the photography helped me understand how I was looking, for example, at my kids or at other people to see how my, my glaze uh, changed before because of these uh, of, the, of these issues in my life. Uh, the, the I can I cannot call them perhaps issues or improvement, just changes. And whatever you see on uh, on lomography, which is where I think so my pictures or on Instagram reflect this, reflect the fact that uh, I am trying to see why am I looking at that? Uh, for example, the statue. Or, uh, or a landscape or a person and why do I want to um, make a portrait the way I do and, and by looking at the picture I am able to understand 
what what is my process of thought in that moment that's why i only have one lens for this camera and this is a lens that is mostly similar to what the human eye can see so it's a, a 40 millimeters in a full frame uh, uh, equivalence and um, um, i don't plan to use anything else right before because of that monochrome uh, pictures are interesting in uh, in um, instant photography to me because of course they uh, let you they, they put um, some more constraints to photography so uh, whenever i saw i see something it's uh, it's easier just to uh, shoot monochrome because uh, that way I don't have to uh, much to leave out, for example, uh, um, a, no a noisy color that annoys me. Um, and also because uh, they got a clarity of vision, they, they allow me a clarity of vision that color usually doesn't. Uh, when I shoot color, I try to follow the color. And uh, I perhaps uh, I don't like uh, the green color in, inside a blue, uh, blue prevalent scene, uh, prevalently blue scene. So I try to shoot something else or to remove something. Instead with monochrome, I can just focus on what I'm seeing and why I'm seeing, why I'm shooting that. Yes, it's so really um, interesting what, what you said until now. And um, uh, instead of that, I was also watching your pictures and um, I, I really feel like I like a lot uh, your vision of the architecture and the landscape and more than landscape I will say uh, you can you can really uh, take position uh, in the in the vision of the of the nature I really like that because it's not a, a, a quite common vision of the nature so I like how do you take the perspective uh, and you mix the elements or in some case you just cut off uh, everything and you focus on the shadows. Uh, this is really interesting. And in a way, uh, I also see Modena in a, in a totally different way that I seen before. I was uh, there probably two times in my life, but yeah, I, I didn't see that vision of, uh, of that place in this way and this is so uh, particular and nice and i think give a lot of value to our world of photography and i'm curious to know um that yeah you told me yeah you was living in uh, in uh, also in other countries and uh, um when you was living in other countries your uh, uh inspiration in photography was uh, empowered in a way or you feel more uh, yourself there uh, in uh, your city well, uh, I try to stay faithful to, to my concept of uh, trying to photograph what I am seeing, to see what I am photographing. <laughs> Therefore, I just uh, go with the flow when I've, I've been in the USA, been to UK, in France, uh, several places. And uh, I'm always curious about uh, what I am looking at, because uh, it's something that I ne I'm never aware of. Uh, so. Um, you could say that, uh, yes, in a way, when I'm in a place that um, is very different from my home, uh, that perhaps uh, uh, catches my attention. 
And uh, after the few first pictures, I understand that I'm acting as a tourist. So the first pictures uh, let me know that I must change my, my glaze, my, my eye. And uh, I need to focus on something else, not just, okay, I'm here for the first time. And that usually also improves my life because uh, you know that you're, you're just, uh, you're just um, super, acting superficially and uh, being happy of uh, whatever is thrown at your eye. So this lets me um, go deeper and uh, in places that I would not be if, uh, if I didn't look at, the, at those first pictures. <clears throat> For example, in the US, a few pictures of a rodeo and uh, all I was seeing uh, was uh, horses and people. Then I understood that I, I wasn't really uh, looking at the, uh, at the right stuff. So I went and photographed um, the people who were there. Usually there are people who accidents with the, with the animals and then women handicapped or perhaps they did uh, their career didn't go as, uh, as as it should so i got to go to spend some time with them photographing them and uh, it was uh, the best time i had there uh, looking at the show was was cool but you don't you don't get you don't you don't get something that stays with you the whole life viewing and, and talking with those people instead did so i'm i'm happy that uh, everywhere i go i try to uh, this vision perhaps uh, um, i understand you uh, what is the the picture that that, that struck you it, uh, perhaps it was the one of the kids uh, kindergarten the kid uh, 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 wooden horse that you were talking about or perhaps uh, the ruins in that castle. But in, in both, uh, in both um, the, what, what uh, was driving me in, the, in, in hindsight was uh, my, my thinking always about my situation. And, and in, one, in one of those pictures, well, that with the wooden uh, horse, uh, I was thinking to my kids and the fact that I, when I was younger and there were and there were small kids, we went to such parks and kindergarten to play, but now they are grown up. So whenever I see those signs and those uh, those items, to me they're there because I don't have a kid anymore to to bring that. So it's more of a how can I say uh, shadows and lights and uh, and and an avatar remain of what once was for me, which was Lothar uh, to play with them. And uh, also the ruins of the castle. Uh, I decided to, to shoot the ruins, but then uh, there's a line that brings you to a, a tower of that very same castle, which is still instead <clears throat> staying strong. And then the landscape in front of that. And that to me uh, seems like uh, what I feel. I mean, closer to my heart, I'm, I'm a bit uh, of, <laughs> of a minefield uh, and uh, rubbers everywhere. But then what people see is uh, a solid, uh, rock solid uh, tower and a beautiful landscape. 
and that reminds me <clears throat> that was cool to to see wow <laughs> it's a landscape but in reality it's a portrait <laughs> of myself <laughs> which uh, i'm in all the pictures but uh, never uh, explicit explicitly and uh, there's one picture that i did i wanted Please. to ask you a last question before to, to stop our recording uh, podcast sure uh, that um, uh, you said you said something really interesting i didn't know before Uh, you said uh, in every school there was a, a dark room and uh, I didn't know that before yeah as you can understand I'm from uh, 90 and uh, uh, yeah I grew up in Naples and uh, I never saw any dark room in school and uh, this, this is really interesting what you said because this come to my mind this question to ask you what do you think um, Uh, actually, photography is something every one of us can um, have in our hand uh, via our smartphone. And do you think uh, um, there is uh, uh, something probably will be good to have uh, again uh, some darkroom or some courses uh, uh, that are inserted inside of our education about photography in the school? Well, in the USA, I know for sure that there still is uh, the use of the darkroom in the schools because it's a, it's a medium after all. So uh, digital is uh, ubiquitous and uh, of course it's convenient, uh, but it's uh, just, one, just one aspect of photography. And I think, yes, that it could be beneficial also for, for every country to have darkrooms readily available. There are projects uh, to, for that to be true. For example, in Italy, there, there are a few projects uh, um, online where you can locate on a map where you can find the darkroom. It's actually very easy to develop your own photographs. And it's, um, yes, it's a process that is uh, equivalent uh, to digital photography in one way because you manipulate whatever you shot and then uh, you create a print. But what, uh, what, uh, What I really like is that in the end you cannot, um, you cannot avoid but producing a print. Scanning, of course, is not very, I mean, it, we, we all do that, but it's only as a way of showing you something that uh, in the end means to be printed. <clears throat> And I like that because in, when you have uh, um, a digital picture, it gets, uh, it's like a drop in the river. When you have pictures, uh, printed pictures, you have to, to do something with them. For example, sometimes uh, um, I, I exhibit them on public places. I had a personal exhibition uh, uh, that Comune di Modena allowed me to do in one of the public places. And uh, sometimes your printed pictures ask you to be put uh, in the wild or to be gifted to someone. And that is, of course, very, very good because what you had to say remains and tells something to something to someone else. When you're when you're on Instagram, you're there for the likes and to get to get yourself known to the public. But of course, it's just a way of promotion. When you print something and you give it to some to someone, perhaps even yourself. You have to decide if you want to keep one picture to make space for another. And it's an interesting process because it makes you grow as a person and uh, is more personal as of a gift 
to give someone or to exchange with other photographers to um, how can I say then just a look at what they, what I did this is something I shot and I printed for you I totally agree with you I mean when you print something down I was used uh, to print postcard of my pictures during my traveling and that was every person I was meeting in the bus in the train uh, in the street uh, you know there are these moments that you meet these people uh, they're taking the train with you, the same train, or they go in a different countries. Uh, I was giving to them a postcard. I was writing something to them. And uh, uh, the really nice, nice, nice part, and really also funny in a way, uh, that I remember I was uh, uh, some years ago in Genoa, and um, I just uh, put some postcard with some things I wrote down. Mm -hmm in a different building without knowing anyone, you know? And I was walking in the street. I was there just for one day. And one night I was a bit angry of something sweet. And then I went to someone who was doing a croissant in the night. And uh, I met, I mean, there was some guys who was uh, uh, harass, harassing uh, a girl. Uh, and uh, yeah, I said something to them and then I stopped, you know, this kind of fight. And uh, this girl was with another girl and a guy. And we stopped to talk there at this croissant shop. And uh, yeah, after after some words, after I've seen, uh, I've said uh, to them, uh, I was a photographer, my name, some <laughs> one of them take out from the bag the postcard and say, ah, this morning I found this in my video. <laughs> I was so fucking, you know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? And uh, this is so, so cool. And it happened not one time to me, it happened different times, several times, that I gave a postcard to the people in Europe uh, and uh, people from uh, New York contacted me and said, yeah, hi, wow. your postcard. <laughs> and, uh, same way, yeah, uh, years ago, I was doing a lot of uh, swapping of postcard uh, everywhere in the world. And I like it a lot that things that I call just send uh, my picture via postcard as a postcard to the people in the world. Uh, was a, a real way for me to, to really share my, my vision. Anyway, um, one, uh, one, uh, just one more thing. Yeah, I think that with instant photography, this is brought to the next level because whenever I'm uh, around photographing with my Mamiya, which is something that is not to be seen outside of, <laughs> of me nowadays, most people stop, a few people stop, stop me and ask me about that. And I always make a portrait to them and then give it, give it to them, give it to them. This is something that really strikes them. And I no, for sure, because some of them are, are still in contact that they um, they have this as a precious memory. And I always told them, tell them, but this is not something I meant. You can do that every day. You can have someone take a picture of you and you should because 10, 10 years from now, you will not remember how you and your uh, beloved one are. So you should, act, you should always take a picture and print and uh, take it somewhere in your home. Yeah, totally, totally, totally agree. Thank you a lot for this talking, Massiliano. And Thanks to you. Everything uh, about you will be in this description of the podcast, and uh, I hope uh, people can connect with you uh, and uh, see your uh, really interesting pictures uh, 
uh, you show on Lomography and uh, Instagram. And I hope you have uh, a really great day. Thanks for you too. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Learn more about our project at allmylinks.com slash berlinexplorer or visit our Instagram and follow Berlin Explorer project.